You're listening to Wickham Sound online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Good evening. It's seven o'clock on a Monday evening. This is Duncan Strip. I'm here with Toby Stubbs and Luke Davis for another edition of Monday Movies. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You can WhatsApp us on 01494 or you can email Monday Movies at, uh, Monday Movies at wickhamsound.org.uk if you'd like to join in. Gentlemen, a very good evening to you. <laughs> very good, good evening. evening. How are we in this sort of in-between Christmas and New Year hinterland? It's the last show of the year. <laughs> it is the last show it of the is. year, yes. Yeah. It is. What a year it's been. I know. What a weird it, year it's been. What a weird mm. year. Anyway, did Feels we both have nice there. nice Christmases? Yeah, it was good, yeah. thanks. Good to eat a lot. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Chillax. I went to bed at about ten, I'm not going to lie. Did you just say chillax, Toby? Relax. He did. He's cool and hip. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So Do you not uh, use words like that. Well, I surprised myself saying that. Yeah, chillax. I don't think young trendy people are saying chillax much, to be honest. But okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had a good one as well. What What was your best present, Toby? Oh. Uh, a golf club. I'm gonna drive it. Damn you. That's a word. Damn you. It was a whole joke line that night. Do it again. And I knew it was coming, so I ruined it. No, it's all right. We can edit this out. This isn't live, is it, Luke? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's live. Oh, crikey, is it? Okay. Toby, what was your your best Christmas present? I've got a driver. (laughs) Really? Did the last one get the sack? (laughs) There it is. There it is. Um, Thank you very much. I think actually golf clubs, uh, golf ranges are open, so I might be able to to actually go. They are, that. yes. I, um, a friend of my, my my godson, I caught I playing golf twice in the last few days. And I, I thought, caught, you, I caught yeah. playing golf. Well, I thought, are you allowed to be playing golf? But apparently, yes, you can play golf at the I moment. I can just see Duncan sort of just in his in his car, you know, by a golf course, <laughs> going, "They're playing golf again, Clinton." I'm I'm just desperately finding people who are breaking the rules so I can right. report them <clears throat> and whittle down my list of friends to zero. <laughs> um, so I can go, hopefully use that very very soon. Um, You've got more than that one, though, haven't you? More than one club, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. I thought that's a bit drivers. That's a bit tight. I, I want to start playing golf, Mum and Dad. There you go, one club. Make the most of it. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've got a set that I had from years and years and years ago. But um, here's yeah. a question: mm. Oh, if you could pick between a driver and mm. a putter, mm. and it's the only one that you can use for the whole whole round game, yeah, yeah, no yeah. round, correct? Round, yes. Uh, what yes. would you pick? Uh, driver. Ah, okay. Toby? Um, yeah, yeah, probably. Because you could putt with a driver, but it'd be very hard to drive with a putter. Also, nice. more, it'll be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. 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 Well, I used to play, when I used to play a lot back in the, oh, going back 30 years or so, with my boss, who was member of quite a posh club, and we used to play. That what, once once what a month. Did you win the PGA Tour again? Shut up. Once a month, they had a, a competition with all the club members, and you had to play a round of golf, and you could only take three clubs with you. Oh, okay. oh, really? That's and one one of them had to be a putter, but the other two you could pick any club that you wanted. I might do, I might do that when they. Yeah, I always open. picked. I always took a three wood and a seven iron. Nice. Oh, okay. That's what I used to take. Yeah. Interesting. I might. Yeah. I might um, take a leaf out of your book there, and I'll let you know how I get on. Okay, do that. Yeah. Anyway, golf on Wickham Sound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Golfing Monday movies. Once again, we are auditioning for the sports programme. Will anything come of it? Will it? Buffaloes. Uh, okay, anyway, we're here for Monday movies to talk about films because there are still films being released. We will have reviews later on of Midnight Sky, the new George Clooney film that's on Netflix, uh, the new Pixar film, which should be in cinemas now but has gone straight to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we'll also talk about Charlie Brooker's um, Death to 20. 2020, which is his kind of white big budget version of the screen white that used to be on BBC Two. Have you seen that yet? What, Death to 2020? Yeah. yeah. Hard to talk about it if we haven't seen it, isn't it, Toby? <laughs> right. This is how this thing works. <laughs> and also we'll talk about the new um, period drama on Netflix, uh, Bridgerton, which yeah. um, myself, Luke, and Luke's other half have been watching. Mm-hmm. Not together. Not together. We're not breaking no. rules. Not but hey, together. no, but you can do that now, can't you? On, I know you can do it on iPlayer and Netflix. Where you oh, you can, can do watch, watch parties. Watch yes, you, parties, yes, yeah. you can do watch parties. Can't think of anything worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, all that to come. Uh, and let's say, if you want to get involved, you want to tell us what you've been watching over Christmas, because there's been some good films on over Christmas, I'll be honest. Do you know what makes me Unusually? happy? Food. We know that. Moving no. on. Uh, but Shrek wasn't on anywhere on the BBC. And that makes oh. you happy. Yeah, just because every year it's the same films every oh, year. Dear. But this year, obviously, the BBC have done something with Disney because they seem to be playing all the Disney films. Yeah, but Inside Out was on this afternoon. Yeah, they had Spider-Man oh, on as well. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, we'll start, though, with the top ten, shall we? Seems like a very good place to start. Uh, again, it's not um, a box office top ten because there is kind of isn't one. This is the official film chart uh, as films bought on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K and digital download. Also, there's no numbers on it, so if I stumble at any point, that's good. Oh, right. crikey, it's not uh, difficult, is it? This week's number 10, The Grinch, the and animated one. Yeah, it's with not... Benedict Cumberbatch. It's not the Jim Carrey one, it's the Benedict Cumberbatch one, the Illumination one, and it's quite good. Yeah, I really like it? it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I the enjoyed dog's it. Cute. Dog's mm. cute, Benedict Cumberbatch is very good, the rest of the cast is very good. Hmm. I've got no flaws with it. I, I think it's, you know, very good. Wow, look at you, Mr... <laughs> It's a new you. I, well, yeah. Obviously, I'm just on a food high. That's what it is. That's oh, so much. Okay, right. <laughs> That's what it is. Again, kind of normal for Luke. Yeah, well, fair enough. Uh, number nine, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Which is re-release of the classic Christmas uh, Muppets film, which includes the lost song that wasn't in any previous uh, versions. Yeah. And it is one of probably the best version of A Christmas Carol. Oh, maybe not. Maybe Scrooged is the best story. Yeah, best that is very good. That's true. That is very good. But for little kids, this is probably the best one. Yeah, it's like an in- in- introductory level of... Yes. Um, the, I was going to say The Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's the wrong film. No, that's the uh, wrong film. The you Christmas Carol. The Christmas Carol, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very true to the story, to the original story. Yeah, exactly, Which, which yeah. is good, just with Muppets. What more could you want? I think it's, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like Monday Movies. It's got me and Luke and a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think they should do that with all films. I think they should release Put Muppets all... in. Yeah. I'm not sure Schindler's List would have the same impact. No? But they... No. What about Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> Something like that might work, yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. of the more serious, you know... Do you know what I mean? No. I am available to play a Muppet if need to be. <laughs> Are yeah, you? I'll just be cut from it. So it yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Uh, at number nine, the ever seven. so slightly... What? At number eight. seven. We're at number eight. Well, you just said number nine. Well, I mean, that's confused. what confused me. Number, <laughs> number seven. Number eight. Number eight. Pick a number. The slightly <laughs> creepy Polar Express. I, I still haven't seen I'm going to watch it. Well, it's too late to watch it now, isn't it? No. Just mm. No. What, after Christmas, Christmas you can't really watch Christmas films after Christmas, I mean, can you? But you're a film review; you can do what you want. Oh, sorry, okay, I might, no, sorry, okay. you're Duncan; you can do whatever you want. Okay, that's true. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I might try and watch it then. Just watch, to see try how and watch it, it before the end of the year because I don't know. We're still on this side of Christmas, kind of. Not really. No, we're on the other side of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> this side of the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talking I mean. of talking of uh, working out times, um, so my other half came up with a very interesting point because we decided to watch Gremlins because it's one of his favourite Christmas mm. films. Uh, so we watched Gremlins. And right at the start when he's given Gizmo and he's told uh, the rules, mm. the, the main rule is do not feed them after midnight. Yeah. To which Clinton quite rightly pointed out, well, that means you can't feed them at all. Because every yeah. hour is actually after midnight. Midnight. This is very isn't true. it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just a thought. Clever man. Slot holes. I mean, obviously, it's not a documentary, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, this week's number ten, nine, eight, seven. Home Alone. <laughs> oh, classic. Yes, very good. Violent. Classic. Slapstick. Violent. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's and uh, yeah. Live action Looney Tune. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, this week's number six. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And then I chased you around Covent Garden until you died. Yes, that's uh, a <laughs> terrible Christmas film, but it's done very well this year. I've got, I've got a feeling. I mean, I've, I, I got haven't a seen, feeling. I, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I know there's going to be one Christmas late, you know, down the line at some point that I'll watch it. But well, you can still watch it now. You're just telling me I can still watch Polar <laughs> Express. Why can't you no, watch Last I, Christmas? After all, Toby, we are this side of Christmas. <laughs> well, you, uh, you, honestly, you've put me off that film completely. 
My um, job here is done. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, um, if you're if you're in January, mm. you will be the right side of Christmas again. You will exactly. You're right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 Talking I'll, of, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. okay. You, you wait. Talking of terrible films, uh, sure. number five, the Elf film. Elf, terrible. Don't get the love for this at all. No. Don't don't understand it. I didn't like it at all. I know you do, Toby. I'm on the other side um, of this. I, I get, uh, again, I, I say this every week, and now it's probably too late, but I, I do need to watch it again. I might not find it as funny as I used to. Um, mm-hmm. I found it very funny as a child growing up, and I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell, so I'm very different to you two. But, um, yes, you are. You're quite talented. But, uh, yeah. What? Well, what? I'm not Sorry? really. But... Hello? Sorry? How rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week's uh, number four... Love Actually. Which, as uh, is um, tradition in our house, we watched on New Year's Eve. We always watch Love Actually on New Year's Eve. Um, On Christmas. I was going to say, have we... Are we in the right time? He'll correct himself in a moment. No, Christmas Eve. (laughs) It's been one of those years. We always watch this on Christmas Eve. We did again this year. And as much as I still enjoyed it and still laugh at all the bits... The sexual politics and the treatment of women in this film gets worse the more you watch it. Yeah. Mm. And every man in it is basically creepy, strange, or just plain wrong. Every man? Yeah. Name one of the men that you don't think is. Uh, What about the um, Portuguese woman's dad? What about the man that was, was, was in the restaurant? Character in it. I'm talking about the main uh, male yeah, no, character. I, I know, we know. Yeah, we well, actually, no. I, I'll take I'll take up your challenge. The Portuguese woman's dad. Yes, horrible because he's insulting his other girl and calling yeah, her fat. To, and be, to yeah. be honest, to be honest, very true. But he's yeah. the most random character I could think of in that mm. segment. So. Yes. What about Liam Nilsson? 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 Liam Neeson, uh, let me think. There are problems with him, but I can't remember what they are. Yeah, we're talking about the film, not him. Yeah. Oh, he, doesn't he hit, hit on the model or something? Remember? Yes, yes, he does. And he made yeah. Taken 3, so... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> unforgivable, come on. Uh, talking of number three, uh, The Grinch <laughs> is at number three. The other Grinch with Jim Carrey, yeah. which, is, which is good as well. And 20 years old, which is, is depressing. Yeah. Very, very depressing that it's 20 years old. Hey, do we have a, a new film? Would you like a new film? Yeah. The Witches by Roald Dahl is at number two. The new I haven't one. seen it. It came on to, you can rent it now on most, uh, on Amazon, on Sky and on iTunes. Uh, it's a new version of Roald Dahl's uh, The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway, uh, Octavia Spencer and Stanley Tucci. Uh, it's got in trouble already because of its um, depiction of disabled characters. Oh, dear. Uh, so disabled groups are up in arms about what the witches look like when they turn into actual witches. Um, it'll be hard to top the original, to be honest, because the original is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Don't um, you think? It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I can't okay. remember any problems with it. Hmm. Oh, no, uh, I'm the, oh, right, I see. Wait, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing more. Uh, and no. finally, uh, this week's number one, Tenant. Tenet. Tenant. It's not Tenant. It's David's film. It's not Tenant, it's no? Tenet. 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 Toby, you've seen this? I've seen this. Um, it, it's, I feel a bit sorry for Christopher Nolan because I think he was trying to tr- bring back cinema and be the first film, you know, through the pandemic to kind of yeah bring back cinema and unfortunately that that didn't happen um but overall i th- i mean i spoke to a lot of friends who saw the film as well and they really didn't like it as much as i did um i only saw it once i did say i was going to go and see it again but then unfortunately cinemas did close down but um overall i mean it is it's a thinker you know it's all it's all about um time uh inversion is that the right word it is it's all about time inversion and you know you do have to constantly think but overall i really enjoyed it as i say i think i might have enjoyed it more than i would have done if the pandemic wasn't going on and this you know the cinemas were open all year round Mm -hmm. um but it was just nice to be back in the cinema watching a film uh, again but overall i i liked it um 
I liked it, didn't love it, was looking forward to watching it again when it came out this uh, last week, but it's only available to buy, not to rent. Oh. So hope, I'm not sure when it's coming out to rent. Hopefully not too long. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so, yeah. Because yeah. normally once it comes out on DVD, it comes out to rent as well. So not sure why they're not letting you rent it at the moment, but you can't. And it's fair to say that's probably the biggest film of the year. Um, oh, no, because 1917 was this year as well, wasn't it? Yes. Um, the biggest film of the year. You mean the biggest selling film on DVD? Or, or Well, uh, yeah, why not? I can tell you, actually, what the biggest selling what film on DVD. Yeah, just give me two seconds. Talk amongst yourselves, because I have that information actually to hand. Uh, what do you tell think us right now, What do you think the biggest selling film of the year ha- has been? Biggest selling of the year? Um, on DVD. Oh, on DVD. Oof. Uh, hang on. Probably what's, come, 19- what's come out this year? 1917. <laughs> yeah, I would say 1917. And obviously I'm going to say that because it was my favourite of the year. Or maybe Parasite. Oh, great shout, Luke. Thank you, Tony. That, that was another. Those two films are my favourite of the year. All right, I can't actually tell you because what I've got isn't up to date, but it won't be. I, I can tell you that the, the up until when the records that I were keeping for my other job... Um, were updated so it doesn't include 1917 it doesn't include um parasite Parasite. Uh, but it was downton abbey oh Oh. when was this when was this list done that was released this year oh right i see downton abbey the movie and joker was released this year as well they were were the two biggest at the time yeah so they were the they were about the only two big big films that were released before the uh, on dvd before the pandemic hit Fair enough. So, there you what go. would you say is the biggest <clears throat> film of the year, though? How um, like, quantified biggest? Like, um, like I don't know, grossing. If you at can the work. cinema. Well, not at the cinema, obviously, because there was only about three of them. Then do you mean just? I do you mean streaming as well? Yeah. What would you say? You know, if you, if someone said all of the films this year, Toby, you would probably say Tenet or 1917. Probably 1917, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Although actually, Tenet has probably had the most uh, advertising and hype, didn't it, and build up mm. because it was the first film to come back on cinema. That's true. So I don't know. Did Tenet make more than nineteen seventeen? I don't actually know. Uh, no. Oh no, not at the cinema. No, no absolutely no, not. About five no, people no, no. want to see it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, Duncan, I would say Downton Abbey is probably up there. Yeah from a home entertainment point of view, because it was released at the start of the year and people have probably still been buying it and renting it throughout the year. But so, hey, we know who the mm. biggest winner is, though. Who? Disney. Why? Disney Plus. Okay. Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just because of the amount of people. I reckon if you weren't... <coughs> out, I don't know how much Downton Abbey, Abbey sold, like, DVD streaming-wise, mm-hmm. but I I wouldn't be surprised if, if you took the... Uh, however much... Disney made in the UK here mm. on Disney Plus, <coughs> I would imagine yeah. it'd probably be somewhere around the same. Okay, I'm not. Okay, I'm just going to agree with you. <laughs> I'm okay. just going to agree with you because I find life is a lot easier that way. Um, <laughs> we will. After I'm going to go and rest my brain for two minutes, and then we'll be back with reviews of The Midnight Sky, Soul, Bridgerton, and Death. To love music, love talk, love Wickham Sound. Welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Duncan, Luke, and Toby here with you through until eight o'clock, after which Mr. Q will be here with his country. Sh- is it? Is it business as normal today? Business is it normal? normal. It is business as usual. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mr. Q will be here after the news at eight o'clock with his country music show. Would you like some news? Yes, yeah. please. Okay. There is a film festival taking place. What? Virtually, of course. Um, The Top Dog Film Festival is going virtual with a brand new collection of inspirational dog-themed films. Stay with me. Uh, While they can't join you for a theatrical experience of a Top Dog screening in person, they are delighted to deliver heartwarming films directly into your living room, as well as 2020's uplifting films. The virtual film evening includes a a legendary prize draw. I'm not sure they quite got the word legendary right there exclusive filmmaker q a's a kid zone for young animal lovers and the ultimate top dog quiz and much more uh, you'll be able to access the virtual event from 6 p.m uh, the next one is on friday the 15th of january 
uh, starts at 7 p.m. You can access it from 6 p.m. And uh, you can access it until 11.30 p.m. on the following day. That's exciting. Barking. That's barking mad. <laughs> Would you like to know what what films are showing? Yes, please. Okay, we've got Adventure Dogs. This is about dogs skiing. Who doesn't want to see that? Uh, there's odd dogs, odd jobs for dogs. Uh, uh, they meet extraordinary dogs who have dedicated their lives to lending a helping paw. Uh, from Hokey, who helps monitor protected species, to Rassi, who wards off pesky seagulls along the Sydney seafront. Wow. Surfing with sugar. Yes, it's about a surfing dog. There's cruising canine. Hopefully it's not that kind of cruising. Um, (laughs) uh, Old dog uh, about a New Zealand farmer who has a unique connection with his colleagues, a team of sheepdogs. Land of the Strays, a Costa Rican film about stray dogs in Costa Rica. Uh, A documentary called Why People Treat Their Dogs Like Humans. Because they're stupid. And Lure of the North. Um, a film about dogs in the snowiest region of Minnesota uh, in America. Do you know what I think about that? Uh, it's barking. Um, <laughs> barking mad. No, actually. It's fantastic. Oh, it's oh okay. So I, I, was <laughs> wait, I was waiting for a dog pun. No, I've already done that. I've done my dog pun. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, if you're interested in dogs, and let's face it, a lot of people yeah. are, aren't they? Mm. You can go to topdogfilmfestival.co.uk. All the details there, the details of the films they're showing and you can get your virtual pass, which will cost you ten English pounds. Now, is this a normal festival that happens, you know, anywhere? Yes. Yes, it's, they normally have a dog festival. Dog, um, where do they normally do it? Festival. I don't know. No? I'll be is honest it, with you. Like, I, don't I don't think it's like at the O2 or the Albert Hall. Um, don't know. No? Okay. <laughs> no. It doesn't matter because they can't do it. It's, it's well, online. Exactly. This is the new world we're living in. It's the in. new world we live in. It's a new day. Exactly. It's a new dawn. Yeah. And it's I'm a feeling new good. Day. It's a new dawn and I'm feeling good. Bom, anyway, it's <laughs> enough about that. Uh, should we review something? Let's do it. If you fancy it. I mean, we could talk about dogs more. Well, there's no, there's no other news because oh, there's, no, there's okay. no film news, so we've just got to drag out some reviews now for 35 minutes. Let's go uh, for it. If we That's can. Right. can we do that? Yeah. Should we start with The Midnight Sky? <clears throat> it just Every time I hear this, it just reminds yeah. me of Miley Cyrus. Oh, because of her song. And her song, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, two months ago it wouldn't have, though, would it? Uh, no. No, it would probably exactly. remind me of space, I don't know. <laughs> well, the, well, no, the Midnight Sky reminds me of the North Pole. You see the Midnight Sky, the Aurora Borealis. That's what the Midnight Sky is, isn't it? Uh, yes. <laughs> You've got no idea. Uh, this is the new Netflix film. It's written... Uh, sorry, it's not written by... It's directed by and stars George Clooney. It's based upon a book called Good Morning Midnight by Mark L. Smith. Uh, it is a post-apocalyptic tale that follows Augustine, who is a lonely scientist in the Arctic, as he races to stop Sully and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. So basically, there has been a catastrophe on Earth, <coughs> an unexplained catastrophe. The only person left seems to be George Clooney at an Arctic research station. He comes across a small girl. They have to travel across the part of the Arctic to get to another station so they can contact a spaceship that is returning to Earth. Uh, It's been on a mission to another planet to find another world for people to settle. And he has to try and warn them that they can't come back and they should turn around and go back again, basically. So it's it's set in two places. Half of it's set in the Arctic, half of it is set in a spaceship. Uh, George Clooney is the the, uh, scientist on Earth. Felicity Jones, David Oyelowo and Kyle Chandler are three of the astronauts on the spaceship returning to Earth from their mission. Uh, Mr. Toby Stubbs, you have seen this. What did you think? I have. Um, <clears throat> let's let's dive straight in. Dive. Um, dive yeah. away. Splash. Let's, let's dive straight in. Um, <clears throat> I watched this with my dad. Uh, we're both big sci-fi fans. Uh, we were excited about it. Uh, again, me and, me and him didn't read any reviews, didn't know what it was about or anything, literally went in blind. Uh, and we both really didn't like it <laughs> at all, really. Um, oh, amazing. <laughs> it's very, very slow. It mm. is a slow burner. I mean, the flame even sometimes goes out. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. Um, it's Also, I don't know. Okay, Duncan, I mean, you've seen it as well, so you can mm. help me on this. I don't know if I missed something. But nothing is explained. 
Nothing is explained why they're there and why this is happening. Um, I just found it very slow. Um, it picks up in parts. There are there, you know, there's when he finds out the um, so he he randomly finds a, a girl, and he when he I thought it was clever how she didn't speak, and then she told him her name by drawing a, a flower, which I thought was a little clever thing. But anyway, just overall, I really. I don't know, I was excited because it was a sci-fi, I haven't seen George Clooney in anything recently, and I just really didn't like it. Well, it's, a high, it's a high review from Toby. So, wow, uh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Me and my dad both were on the, excuse the pun, same team uh, about that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, there. We, Good, both, we, we both agreed, you know, we literally, when it finished, we both said, you know, really didn't like that. So, personally, personally. What did you think, Duncan? I'm, I'm intrigued. Um... I okay yes okay I agree with you it is slow um uh, and sometimes painfully slow um, mm. having said that there are there, there are some fantastic scenes I mean it looks fantastic it looks it, like some of the really shots are amazing I, I agree with that so and and interestingly it was made just down the road at Shepperton Studios most of it was shot uh-huh. at, at okay. Shepperton uh, there's the uh, the scene in the ice when they spend the night in a container that they find that starts to sink which is really good um, the scene in space where they're going through the space debris when they're doing a space mm. walk as well. That's really exciting. <clears throat> but I've got to say, I really jo- enjoyed it. And my other half really enjoyed it as well. Yes, it's slow. Yes, I mean, it's very depressing. It's not an uplifting film at it all. Is. It doesn't hold out much hope for humanity or anything. And I think that's kind of the point of it. That The film is kind of saying, you know, we're ruining the earth. This is what's going to happen. Mm. And that's why we need to find some, but, somewhere else to live. But why? I mean, it's not explained that why he's on his own or anything. Did you find that? Um, it's explained. It's yes, not- at the start he goes back because he he doesn't go with everybody else because he says he doesn't want to go. He's going to stay and try and contact the ship. Mm. <clears throat> everybody else is trying to escape from where they are. Mm. Um, so. Yes, I, I. And the fact that it's not. No, you're right. It's not explained what's happened to Earth. Yes, obviously that's, sorry, something. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Something has happened, and basically Earth is completely uninhabitable. Yeah, and I didn't mind. Yeah. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind not knowing the exact reason. Obviously, most of it's radioactive, so you you kind of in your head think it's a nuclear disaster or something mm. like that. And mm. I didn't mind that it wasn't explained at all. Um, I I didn't mind it being slightly amb- ambiguous. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I just I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or something, but I just. I find it very hard to with with films like this that are very slow burn. You know they are very slow. I just mm. find it very hard to get engaged. Um, I don't know whether that's as I've got older or you know what mood I'm in when I'm watching the film. But as I say, I don't know. It just yeah, slow films I find very hard to kind of engage with. But yeah. I just quickly, I looked on. I've looked on um, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomato meter fifty four percent. Audience score, 25%. <coughs> oh, okay. So, and what did you think of the twist at the end? Yeah, I thought it was, uh, well, I mean, by, <laughs> by, by that point, yeah, I was a bit like... Yeah, oh, you didn't care about yeah. that point? Okay. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Um, All right. But, do you know what's funny? Enough, my dad called it before. Oh, did he? Yeah, he called oh, it before. He's very, good at, he's very good at that, though, with films. Oh. So I, I, I bet you this is actually what's good. You know, this is actually, oh, and, then, and then it happens. You know, I'm like, how did you see that? <laughs> so, what about you? What, how did you find the twist? Yes, I didn't see it coming. Too. I never see a twist coming. If I do see a twist coming, I know the film's really bad because I never, yeah, yeah, true. never see a twist coming. I'm just not that smart. I don't know. I'm not. My brain's not wired to work out the twist in a film, so I didn't see it coming at all. I really enjoyed it. But like I say, it's, it's not, I, I agree. It's not for everyone. If you're mm-hmm. if you're thinking this is going to be a big action packed sci fi space adventure, uh, it's not that. Do, do you know? What? Even though I didn't know what it was about <clears throat> or anything, I probably I think me and my dad both had that in mind. It was going to be like a action packed space adventure, which it really isn't. So. No, it it definitely isn't. It's 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 not to all. T- I mean, a friend of mine watched it on Christmas Day. Three of them and said we all hated it. I thought mm. it's not a Christmas Day kind of film. No, no, it's not really, is it? It's a uh, you know, it's an it's an end of the world type mm. of film. Yeah. Mm. 
Elton's and I thought, do you know what? And I thought for, for, for the year we've had, this is the kind of sci-fi film we deserve. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there we go. Out of ten? Um, eight. Three. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, oh that's harsh. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's actually, harsh. That's, that's, that's more than the audience score. <sighs> True. That is very Okay. Um, well, then. I uh right, let's fine four <laughs> four. You made me you felt you made me feel bad, but four. I'm I'm staying. They're not with listening, it. Toby. Four. It's fine. Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. I just it, it it wasn't for me. Four, and I'm out. He's out. He's done. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. I I I I thought there might be a spit on that one from the yeah. reviews I've been uh, reading. Yeah, and there was. Yeah, and there was. Anyway, it's available now. It's called The Midnight Sky, and you can stream it on Netflix. Hmm. Should we talk about Soul? Should we talk about Soul? Oh, yeah, I'm excited to hear about this. Tell me, okay. t- tell me, Duncan, about the 23rd Pixar film. Is that what it is? 23rd. Yeah. Uh, this is a new Pixar film called Soul. It was due to be in cinemas now. Uh, obviously, cinemas are closed, so they've released it straight to Disney Plus. Unlike Mulan, which is the last one they did, this isn't at a premium price, so it's part of your. Um, um, what do you call it? Subscription. You don't have to pay extra for it. Uh, this stars Jamie Foxx as Joe, who is a jazz musician who has sort of put his dreams to one side because he can't get um, work playing jazz professionally um, that he wants to do. And he's become a, a high school teacher and he's not very happy about it. Uh, he suddenly gets uh, the offer of a job playing piano for the most famous jazz saxophonist. Uh, And while rushing back to his house to celebrate and to get himself ready, he falls down a pothole uh, and wakes up as a small blue creature in the in-between world. He's supposed to be going to to the great beyond. He decides he doesn't want to do that, runs back down the ladder that's taking him there and ends up becoming a mentor to another soul, finds out that all the souls are there waiting to be sent to Earth to be put into bodies and he becomes a mentor to number 22 who has been mentored by everybody from Gandhi to uh, Mother Teresa to every virtually every famous person yeah. you can think of has tried to mentor her and nothing's worked. He takes on the job of mentoring her uh, and in the process of doing so, realises that to fulfil your life, you don't have to actually follow your dream and do the one thing that you think you should be doing. Sometimes helping others is what you need to do. Oh, I like that. That's good. So that was yeah? good. Yeah. Nice. You going to go first or shall I? Go on, you carry on. Okay. You're on a flow. All right. So on the plus side, the animation is incredible. Yeah. The scene, so half of it's set in this kind of other world and half of it's set in New York. The New York scenes are just, I think that's some of the best Pixar animation I've but seen. Every time, every film they're bringing out, it just gets better. Yeah, there are certain scenes where you're looking at it thinking, well, surely that's just film of a New York street and they've put an animated character on it. But apparently not, it's all animated and it all looks fantastic. The scenes in the other world when he's the soul mentoring number 22 is probably some of the the weirdest looking Mm. Pixar animation. It looks like nothing you've seen in a Pixar film before. Uh, And I think the two work really well together. I think the characters are all great. The animation's fantastic. The voice cast is fantastic. I don't think there's enough laughs in it. Mm. I've laughed a few times, but not as many as in something like, I watched Coco the day after. Uh, which is a very yeah, so. similar film, which is about yeah, so. death and coming stop, to terms stop, with death. Wait, get off my whole script for this film. Oh, sorry. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it is very similar. The, and the one thing that bothers me about it <clears throat> is I de- I'm not sure this is a film for kids. I don't know that kids are going to watch this and be enthralled by it or entertained by it or even actually get it particularly. Yeah. Uh, we had a message from Bruna Galetta on Facebook. She says, Soul started off as promising, but as soon as it moved into the soul world, then both myself and my girls got bored and switched off. Pity as it looked hopeful. And I just think that this Pixar make brilliant animations, <clears throat> but they, they seem to be getting more serious. And this is more like an animated film for adults yeah. than for kids. So that's my thoughts. I Luke. think I think you're spot on. I think... Going into it, everyone thought, oh, it's going to be another Coco. It's going to have a, a very serious message behind it. It's going to look great. There's going to be some, you know, some 
possibly some great music in it um and it's going to be uplifting at the end and you know ev- it's going to be everyone's going to enjoy it but i think you're right i think pixar have now gone down this road of okay we're going to do we're going to do great funny stories like onward and obviously the toy story films but we're gonna do some serious ones as well like coco but i think they need to get i would say this is only probably their second serious film maybe that's got maybe inside out as well possibly i think even i was watching bits of inside out today and i watched coco the day after i watched this and you can see why kids would love those. I think yeah. most, if you take a seven to ten year old and put them down in front of Soul, I think they'd be bored in the first ten minutes. Because yeah, even I was thinking, even I'm not that interested in jazz music that I'm, you know, that no. I care about this. You know what I mean? I think they went from Inside Out to Coco, and I think mm. they're on the right side of the line. I think with this film, they've just they've gone over it. I think it's it's a bit too serious. Mm. I it is. It's just. There isn't a, I don't know, there isn't a, a, a bit of, I mean, even, I mean. I mean, Graham Norton is the comic yeah, relief in it. comic relief in it. But even, and he's not in it that much. No, it needed more Graham. Yeah, it just need, it just needed something, I think it just needed something to make it more, aim it more towards kids. Yeah. And to be more funny. I think the marketing people at Disney are breathing a huge sigh of relief. Oh, massively. That they didn't have to market this as a big theatrical film because I'm I'm not sure how you would do it. I think they have not necessarily made money, but they've not not lost anything in Aversity Comics because they've not had to do as much promo for it. They've not had to put, you know, people in seats. They've, Mm. you know, they've, it's, it's been advertised quite, I mean, how long has it been previewing on, Disney Plus coming soon. A good. I very rarely go on to Disney Plus. So no, but even like on all, all of their social media, you know, it's it's been there for a yeah. good, you know, three or four four months. You know, saying coming mm. soon, Christmas Day. You know, coming soon. So I think, I think a lot of people will have watched it that necessarily might not have watched it if it was in the cinemas. Yes, yeah. and, and the word of mouth. And the message we got on Facebook. That's a a, a woman with two young children switched it off. Right, before yeah. it got halfway through, so I think yeah. there's a lot, lots of other good Pixar films they could watch. Exactly. Um, yes. This, this sadly, I mean, there's not a lot of bad Pixar films, but this is, I would say, in the category of. Cars. I mean, it's not. Is it, oh no, I don't think it's as bad as Cars. No, but I mean, it's <laughs> not on on the side of is it good or bad? It's not on the. On I the think. Side. I think it's a great film. Yeah. I just don't think it's. A great kids' film. No, a gr- oh yeah. You know what I mean. I know. What I you just mean. think I think it's a great animated film with a fantastic message and a good story, but it's not a great kids' film by oh. any stretch of the uh, imagination. I would oh, rather yeah. watch Coco. Yes, we watched Coco the next day, and I thought this is far more entertaining. Yeah, far more entertaining. Or Onward, that's recent as well. Yeah, yeah. But then Onward, like I said when we first reviewed it for the first half, I thought it was more like a DreamWorks film than it was a yeah. Pixar film. True. Yeah. Interestingly, though, mm. this is their first... I'm just having a look at their, you know, the films they've released. Mm. Uh, this is their first two film a year since 2017. Oh. Okay. Um, and that was Cars and Coco. So this year it's been Onward and Soul, so one good and one's not so bad. Yeah. One's good and one's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> one's good and one's bad. <laughs> Not okay. bad. It's not bad. not bad. It's just. I think Toby's asking us for marks out of ten, which I'm finding very difficult because I want to give it yeah. like a nine out of okay. ten. Okay. <clears throat> do, do an adult and a. And well, a it's not even that. I mean, it's it looks stunning. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's lacking more Graham. Yeah, I just I, I I want okay. Let's say it's a nine out of ten for animation. Yep. And a four out of ten for Ooh. enjoyment and suitability for kids. Oof. Yeah. So let's go in the middle. I'm going to give it a six. I would agree. It's I was going. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, don't, don't. For you, don't think about kids. Think about you. How six. do you like the film? Yeah, okay. six. Yeah. So not bad. Not bad. Not one of their best, but not cars. It's not one that I will be returning to. No. Mm. Like Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Toy Story. You think if you yeah. see that on TV, yeah. you think oh, I'm going to put that on because that's so good. If I saw this was on TV, I'm like, nah, don't think so. It's a bit like The Good Dinosaur. I feel like in a couple of years' time, people won't necessarily go, 
Oh, yeah, do you remember that film called uh, Soul? Mm. No, I don't think it's going to be remembered. And the yeah. reason it won't be remembered is because, A, it's not a cinema and parents aren't being dragged to it two or three times right. to watch it. You know, they're going to watch it once, maybe, maybe not get all the way through it, and that will be it. Yeah. So is it mainly for adults, you think, or you don't know? I don't. I can't understand kids would, would enjoy it. What about adults, though? <sighs> No, because no, no, because it's marketed as a kids' film, so they're not going to be expecting it to be an adult film. So no, no I think it, it's it's all been no, it's it's a bit of a mess marketing-wise. I think yeah. personally. Well, anyway, are we agreeing on something? We are agreeing on something. So let's hold, let's let's leave it right there before. Yeah. And it's be- the last episode of twenty twenty. So there we go. Both there we go. We end the year on the last episode. Okay, uh, coming up, we will be talking uh, this, uh, death to twenty twenty and Bridgerton. Which are both on Netflix. Love music, love talk, love Wickham sound. And we're back in the room. Uh, it's Monday Movies. Duncan, Luke and Toby here with you for another 15 minutes. And then Mr Q will be here uh, with his country music show. How are we all doing? Good. How Can I just say, I don't want to tempt fate, but technically... Oh, no, 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 no don't say it. Because I was going to say this to you while the adverts are on and then I stopped myself. Technically, so, it's all no, going rather no. well, isn't it? Uh, Do you not think? no. Oh dear! Uh, I've Sorry, got another... was that, Duncan, what did you say? No, oh, stop it! Well, Everything's uh, fine. Uh, 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 no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Bruna Galletta has given us another review, and we're going to get it in today because it's a Christmas film, and I believe Luke Davis. It's one that you've watched. Oh, Noel. No. Oh, who watched Noel? Somebody recommended that I should watch it, and I did. I, I recommended to you Godmothered. Oh, we didn't bother watching that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Bruno has written to say, uh, Noel was a definite Christmas Eve family film. Uh, I'm quite biased on Anna Kendrick and love all her stuff. However, from seeing her poinsettia bedroom wallpaper, I got immediately transported oh. to Lapland <clears throat> and wanted to book a trip to see Santa next year. Anyway, it was light-hearted with a flurry of mediocre stars topped off on the tree by Shirley MacLaine. It kept my girls entertained all the way through and truly was a magical family film. And who says Santa can't be a woman? I feel like Santa every day of the year. Recommend watching before the new year if you're still feeling Christmassy and haven't pulled your decks or tree down yet. Well, that's very good positive. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. I don't like Christmas films that are about, you know, Santa and elves and stuff like this. But this was quite good. This was about Santa passing away, the torch being passed to his son, uh, but he doesn't want to do it. So his daughter takes the reins and that's why it's called Noel. Uh, And yeah, it's not bad. It was quite enjoyable. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, and it's on Disney+. Plus. I I, I recommend Godmothered. I think it's really good. Okay, well, I will try Godmothered this week sometime. Okay. All right? Yeah. Not all right. I mean, don't get upset when I don't watch something that you recommend because you rarely watch anything that you're supposed to watch for this show, let alone anything that I recommend. So. <laughs> well, exactly. If I'm recommending <laughs> it, then you should watch it because, it, it, you know... Because like, what? I don't know. You, only, you watch so else. little. Okay. okay, let's review something. Let's quickly touch on Death to 2020. This is on Netflix. It's Charlie Brooker. If you remember, on BBC Two, he used to have a programme called Screen Wipe, yeah. which is where he wa- would um, take a sarcastic look at the week's... I think it was a weekly show at one point, uh, at the week's news. Then he started doing a yearly roundup, And now, of course, Black Mirror has gone to Netflix, so they've obviously snapped up the format to um, Screen Wipe. Um, rather than just Charlie Brooker sat behind a desk with news footage and with a funny script, they've roped in film stars. So you've got Kumil Nanjani, Hugh Grant, Samuel L. Jackson, not playing themselves, but playing fictitious characters Mm. being interviewed as if they were real characters commenting on the news. Screen wipe is a fantastic program. You, you like screen wipe, don't you? And um, this is a perfect example of where if you throw a load of money at something, it does not necessarily make it better. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Netflix could have saved a fortune by just saying, just do a screen wipe. It's fine. You sat behind a desk talking about the news for the year. It'd be great. I think that's all we really need for this year because... That is all we need. I I think we don't need over-the-top budget because it hasn't been an over-the-top budget year. It's been a sit behind a desk and talk about it. Yeah. With a maybe, I don't know, a drink on the side or something. Yeah. Uh, this is so bad, I haven't even finished watching it. 
Wow. Really? I could not get I could not get through it. It was just it was not funny. Yeah, it was I mean I might go back and finish it. It's only an hour long. <clears throat> but it just wasn't funny. It just felt forced and unfunny. And normally it's Charlie Brooker who talks about the news. So it's his voice that you're hearing through the whole thing. This has got an American doing the voiceover. And I oh, for yeah. some reason it just uh, and Charlie Brooker has that sarcastic quality to his voice. Yeah. Whereas the American voice over in this is trying to do it seriously, as though it's a serious news program. And, and it just doesn't work. Shockingly, people yeah. agree with you, Duncan, as well about this. I've seen a lot of reviews that say, give me a desk. Mm. Yeah, it's just... It's I mean, they just, were tweeting uh, uh, Ikea, oh. but, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's a wasted opportunity. It's very sad. Don't bother with it. Don't bother. Okay, oh, my voice is going. Right. So, Luke. Yes. Tell us about Bridgerton. Why don't you go and get some water or something? Uh, Bridgerton is a is also on uh, Netflix. It's a period drama series, uh, which is it's a mixture of a lot of. It's got sort of that Downton Abbey feel to it. Um, it's also got Gossip Girl. If either of you have seen that as well, um, it is well. It says series one on it, so I'm guessing. That, what is going on? What is going on? Toby? Yes. Hello? Have you fallen over? He, he, no. <laughs> sound, re- sound like you're just walking around. Oh, no. Are you rearranging the furniture? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm strange. just sat down. Sounds really muffly now as well. Oh, uh, Duncan's gone. Okay, oh. well, that's that's good. This is, this is, it's Toby's fault. Not Toby's what? fault. It's Duncan's <laughs> fault because Duncan said, you know, oh, all technology's going really well. <laughs> Wait, do I sound muffly now? A little bit, yeah. That's weird. Duncan? Good. Everything's fine now. Right, good. Well, that's... The noises The noises have all gone. How very strange. Um, anyway, so this yeah. is... Um, it premiered on uh, Christmas Day on Netflix. Uh, it is... I'm not sure how many episodes. I'm up to... Well, Eight. I, me and Amy are up to episode five. You're up to episode... Two. Two. And I... Uh, it's... Yeah, it's a mixture of lots of different things. But I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel like it, it moves very quickly. Okay. All right. <laughs> just, I just feel like just needs to just. It, I, well, I think I said to this to you earlier. So it then. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Gossip Girl, Downton Abbey, randomly then a bit of Hamilton as well. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Okay. Well, we've only watched two. Mm. Uh, and I'm not quite sure how to feel, I feel about it. It is very, it is a very American take yeah. on a British period drama in that it's hugely lavish, very brightly coloured, um, a mixed race casts. Uh, obviously, that's obviously that's because it's um, Shonda Rhimes who made Gossip Girl and she made uh, How to Get Away with Murder, and this is the first program in her multi-million dollar deal with with Netflix. Um, I, and I just feel like I, I, I'm enjoying it, but I feel like there's something missing and I'm not sure what it is. The weirdest bit about it, and I, I think this will annoy you because you don't like it about, um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but at one, it's, it's obviously set in a certain time, but the music that they're playing in one of the bull scenes is like Billie Eilish. Uh, they're playing, I think, Ariana Grande at one point, which massively took me out of the moment because oh, i didn't mind that at all no no i didn't mind that at all because they're not actually playing those songs they're playing them in the style of like mozart for a dance so i that that doesn't bother me at all if they were actually playing the actual songs like they did in marie antoinette yeah when that was set in uh the french pre-revolution and suddenly modern music was playing that might annoy me but i would have rather some beethoven Okay, fair enough. Uh, I didn't know. I know that doesn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, for fans of Downton Abbey, if you're of a certain age or a certain disposition, uh, there's quite a bit of rumpy pumpy in this. Yes, some of it has so been. Be warned. Um, I don't. You're only up to episode two. Yes. Yeah. So the next episode, I won't ruin um, what happens mm-hmm. in it, um, but has has caused some uh, complaints, should I say? Oh, okay. Um, I look forward to that. But. One. It's for something that happens for about two seconds. Like there's hardly, oh, okay. like there's hardly anything of it. So I, okay. yeah, yeah. But I won't ruin oh, what me, it is. 
I will look forward to that. Yeah. Um, so I'm we're we're going to persevere yeah. with it because I am quite enjoying it. I just feel like there's a character missing. Uh, it's like Downton Abbey. I don't think would have worked without Maggie Smith. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like they went well. Gossip Girl works, so let's do basically the same story. But just well, no. It, this is no. This is actually based on a series of novels, and apparently, it's quite close to the novels. Right. Okay. It just because it so, has that sort of because yeah, have you seen Gossip Girl? No. I'm guessing not. Because like, I'm not. But, I'm not a teenage girl. But the whole point of that was it was somebody writing about everybody's lives. So I don't mm. know if that's where they got the idea for Gossip Girl was from these books. Well, but, poss- possibly Gossip Girl was just a um, a modern updating of the Bridgerton novels. Yeah, because that's how it yeah. feels like. And also, the person who's writing about it, Mrs. Featherstone. Is it Julie Featherstone? Uh, uh, no. Miss, Mrs. Featherstone, no. Mrs. Mrs. Whistledown. Lady Mrs. Whistledown. Mrs. Whistledown. I feel that she needs to be there as a person to be the Maggie Smith bitchy character. I feel like... That, that will, in, you know, like the touch paper. In Gossip Girl, you don't find out, I think, until the last episode who it is. But I oh. feel like I was kind of waiting for Julie Andrews to appear. Yes. Obviously, uh, we're yeah, only I, five episodes in, but I feel like... I, mean, I don't think she's going to be in it. No. No, I don't either, but I feel like it needs her to be in it. Yeah. So, and I think for a series that's only five, eight episodes long, um, there are probably way too many characters as well. There's a lot of characters in there. There's a lot of characters. to get, and, and most of the girls, once they're dressed up in their ball gowns, they all look very similar, and I'm starting to lose track of who's who. I but mean, maybe that's just an age thing. I think it probably is an age thing. But it's a good okay. cast, though. There's a lot of people where I go, oh, I've seen you in something, and you in something. Yes. Um, what's her name from Strictly Come Dancing this year is in it for yep. in episode two. Uh, ben Miller uh, is yeah. in it. Uh, one of the Derry Girls is there as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great cast. It looks fantastic. It looks very expensive. Well, yeah. Um, and I will finish it, but I just do feel there is just something missing and I don't know what it is. I know Toby, we've not heard from Toby. That's because he's scribbling this down because he's desperate to watch this. <laughs> and I can tell. Oh, yeah. Right up his straws, isn't it? It is. Yeah? It is. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I have Where have to... you gone, Toby? Have you gone to the other end of the hallway or something? And... No, well, I'm, I literally haven't moved. I don't, Have you I pulled don't, your headphones I'm... out or something? No. What's happening? The noise is terrible. Uh, all right, hang on. Let me just, uh... Here we go. Oh, oh, okay. so oh, oh. Let me just disconnect and come back in quickly. Oh, no, that was fine now. That's fine. Don't do anything. Oh. Okay. <laughs> don't that, you're absolutely fine now. Okay. Don't um, it, oh, no, I was just going <clears> to say, I haven't really seen this advertised or anything, really. Didn't even oh. know it was a well, thing. So oh. It's number one on Netflix in yeah. the UK at the moment. So it's it's the big new thing. Right. Well, if you like your period out? drum, if you like if you uh, Christmas Day. All right, okay. Which is when I watched so if you like your period... Star on Boxing Day, that was number one. So, oh, good, okay. brilliant. Uh, see, he opened his mouth and said that there was no problems, and it's all gone horrifically wrong. Uh, that is very true. Luckily, that's nearly the end of Monday movies. Thank goodness, yes, because yeah. things have started to go slightly yes, wrong now. Your yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm not sure what we're reviewing next week because I'm not sure what new, what else, what else out, what. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I'm not sure what is out that is new, but I will let you know, and we will review something next week, or we'll probably do a little review of last year. Because well, it is the yes. last show of the year or the first show of next year. Yeah. Uh, but that's it from us. Luke and Toby, thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much, Duncan. Thank you.